You're listening to Behind the Impact, the podcast that looks at how the most philanthropic companies on the planet are making impact as told by the very change makers that make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode number 25 of Behind the Impact. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown, and in this episode, Stacy Klein, the Senior Director of ESG at GitLab, and I talk about GitLab's approach to ESG, challenges social impact leaders need to be aware of when transitioning to ESG, and a lot more. This is an insightful episode, so sit back and enjoy. Let's get into the show. Stacy, welcome to Behind the Impact. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I am excited to chat with you ever since you and I got connected and we talked about having you on the podcast. I have been looking forward to this day and I really want to get into GitLab and everything that the company is doing on the ESG front. But before we do that, I want to learn more about your background. How did you get into this line of work? Sure. Um, So I actually started my career in public relations. So specifically PR with nonprofit organizations and helping them rebrand, launch fundraising campaigns and attract new donors. And it was while I was doing this work that I realized, you know, I wanted to work in the social impact field. I didn't feel like I was making that much of an impact on the PR side and I wanted to figure out how I could have a more direct impact. So from there, I landed a role in corporate social responsibility for a company And then I spent 10 years building corporate sustainability programs. So everything from volunteer programs, matching donation programs, um, implementing structures for employee resource groups, to philanthropic sponsorships and donations, developing signature programs, and then, of course, building ESG disclosure frameworks and reporting. So I kind of ran the gamut in the field. And what I've learned in the last, you know, 10 plus years is that I really love the the beginning stages of program development, that strategic implementation of sustainability within a company. And so I joined GitLab about a year ago to do exactly that. And the company that you're referring to where you spent 10 years at, did you start out in social impact or was it an entirely different role and then you transitioned into the role? No, it was a social impact role. um, And over the course of 10 years, grew the program into like a full-fledged corporate sustainability program. So when I had come on board, there was um, some budget set aside for some philanthropic donations, not a ton of strategy behind it, um, really driven by a few key people within the company. And so as the field evolved, as things changed, was able to grow the department to make sure that we were serving the needs of our stakeholders. Now, you have a wealth of experience in social impact, and I'm very curious, uh, you've seen a lot. How has the profession changed from when you started until now? In so many ways. I remember, you know, 10 years ago, the conversation was about showing the worth of social impact and why it was important. And being in rooms with people saying, oh, this is a great feel-good initiative. And that's where that really centered to now where this is being driven from stakeholders. This is being driven from investors and customers and employees. And there's a real business value. And that is much more understood today than it was previously. 
And we, when you talk about business value, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so we know that stakeholders, everyone from investors to customers to employees, current and future, wanna know what a company is doing in the sustainability space. How are they thinking about business, not just from the bottom line, but how they're thinking about business holistically. We know that social impact and sustainability helps attract new investors, it helps attract customers, it helps attract and retain talent. So it is a business objective now and investing in this type of work will really help improve business outcomes. Okay, so that's your career journey and how you got into this space. Now let's get into GitLab. For the handful of non-technical people out there that might not know what GitLab is all about, can you talk a little bit about who the company is and what the offering is? Yeah. So GitLab is the most comprehensive AI-powered DevSecOps platform for software innovation. So what we do is we enable organizations to increase developer productivity, improve operational efficiency, reduce security and compliance risk, and accelerate digital transformation. So what I love is that GitLab started in 2011 as an open source project to help a team of programmers collaborate to today, where we're a platform that millions of people use to deliver software faster and more efficiently. GitLab has been a remote team from day one. What are some of the ways that employees are involved in the company's impact efforts? And I know that you know remote work obviously has its own challenges when it comes to getting employees involved, but very curious to learn more about how employees at GitLab are involved. Yeah, so like you said, GitLab has been remote since day one, and um, we've developed best practices around virtual collaboration, aligning our people on norms and values, and ensuring that processes are open and documented to really make sure that this way of working, this asynchronous approach, allows any team member across 60 different countries and regions to contribute to our impact efforts. So I came on board a year ago to build a more formal program, but one thing that I love is that GitLab, everyone can contribute. That's our mission, and it applies to our social impact efforts too. So there was already an informal group initiative at the company when I came on board called GiveLab. And this is where team members would share the ways that they give back. They would encourage others to volunteer their time or donate to worthy causes and share their experiences. And so all of this was already happening where team members are empowered to do this type of work. And I'll say that our events team too has done a really great job of consistently incorporating give back components to all in-person events. So even though we are an all remote company, we still believe in the importance of getting together in person. So whenever those types of initiatives happen, there is a give back component. Team members are able to volunteer together. They're able to learn about a local cause, um, suggest different ways that we can give back in person. Um, another example I love to bring up too is that with some of these in-person get togethers, there was a team of team members who said, we love that we're getting together in person, but we wanna make sure we're thinking about the environment as we do this type of work. And they put together a proposal, they brought it to the executives, they brought it to the board, and they were able to get funding um, to help offset some of the emissions for when team members were getting together in person. And so it's just a really collaborative environment where team members are empowered to help bring these types of initiatives up. And my job for the last year has been understanding 
what type of initiatives already exist, what's working, what isn't, how we might be able to grow some of this work or how we might be able to redirect some of this energy to ensure that we're having the biggest impact possible and doing this while ensuring that our team members can still weigh in and they can contribute. I would love to double click on the small group of employees that had this idea and pitched it essentially. I've, I find that that's not normal at most companies. You don't see a band of employees having the, I guess you call it the courage to have an idea and then go to an executive team, for example, and pitch this idea. I imagine that's more of like a, a company culture kind of um, thing. For social impact ESG professionals out there that are trying to encourage that type of uh, practice from their colleagues, how, what kind of advice would you give those leaders uh, to encourage more employees to basically bring their ideas uh, to life? Yeah, so I think, you know, this is definitely a culture thing. This is deeply rooted in our values. And um, GitLab is public by default. So anyone anywhere in the world can go look at our handbook. They can view our values, which also detail this type of objective. And why we want everyone to contribute and how team members can contribute. So it's there if anyone wants to dig in and learn about how we do it. But um, I think the biggest thing is just being able to iterate. So I think those of us in the profession where we have a big goal. So in this example with the emissions piece with events, we know carbon offsets are not the best investment when we're thinking about how we want to reduce emissions or the impact that we want. But that's what the team brought to the table. And you know what? It worked. It was a great iteration of we're going to make an impact. We're going to do this now, bring it up to the team. And then we'll think about what's a better longer term solution. And so I think by empowering team members to think that through of the solution they're presenting doesn't have to be perfect, but it can be a start. And I think if you encourage team members to present solutions and then you actually take their ideas and do something with it, it's just going to encourage more and more of that collaboration. I think it's when people get stuck of they present ideas and they're constantly hearing, no, we're not going to do this or, oh, we're going to do this instead, or we have a plan and we're going to be launching something soon. You get discouraged because you're bringing ideas to the table, but you're not really able to contribute. Yeah, that's so important. You know, it's one thing to, you know, if, if employees are bringing ideas to the table, it's one thing to say, we'll get to that later, or we have a different type of plan. But if you're constantly saying no, or even worse saying, oh, that's a great idea. And then never doing anything with those ideas to your point that discourages that kind of ideation from employee base. Absolutely. Now, you are the Senior Director of ESG at GitLab. I would love to learn more about your specific role and the responsibilities that you have on your plate. Yeah, so, you know, one thing that I like to clarify is that we call it ESG at GitLab. I'm talking about corporate sustainability. I'm talking about social impact. And I now use those terms interchangeably, although I, I very much realize that there is a difference between those. But for our purposes and where GitLab is at in our journey, our umbrella term is ESG, but my team oversees all initiatives 
under corporate sustainability. So we create and maintain our corporate sustainability strategy and programs. So this includes ESG disclosures, greenhouse gas inventory, all things related to the environment and our public ESG reporting. It also includes identifying and prioritizing the key issues to advance our social and environmental objectives. And then we're also responsible for creating partnerships with nonprofit organizations that support our values and mission. Um, the GitLab for Nonprofits program, which is our newly launched in-kind donation program. And we're responsible for organizing company-sponsored volunteer activities. So we kind of oversee all of the things that fall under a CSR, social impact, and sustainability team. Can you talk a little bit more about the GitLab for Nonprofits? Yes. Yeah. So this is uh, just launching this program. Um, GitLab has a lot of really great ways for people to utilize our product. So our community team has existing programs that support universities, um, also open source projects, and we have a startups program as well. Uh, what we were missing, of course, was the nonprofit piece. So we just launched this program so that we're able to provide the GitLab product for free to nonprofits, uh, get them a free license and get them seats to help them advance their mission by utilizing GitLab. And out of curiosity, how large is the, I guess, social impact or ESG team at GitLab? Me and one other person. We are a small and mighty team of two. That is the the norm, it seems like, for a lot of these type of roles at companies. It's either a, a team of one or a team of no more than three individuals. And so with a team of two people uh, at GitLab, when it comes to all the things that you have on your plate, how do you prioritize the various initiatives and programs that you're you're juggling? Yeah, it's it's definitely a balance. I think, you know, the biggest piece that we lean on is the feedback that we're getting from our stakeholders. So through materiality, through a materiality assessment, and then through just conversations that we have with our stakeholders, understanding what is most important. So we've been really focused on building some of these foundational elements that we needed to do. So uh, conducting a greenhouse gas inventory, conducting a materiality assessment, putting out our first ESG report, some of these like table stakes, baseline stuff that we've we need to do. We've been focused on that, but at the same time, also looking at, okay, what programs should we be launching to make sure that we are able to provide programs and opportunities for our team members to get involved in as well. So it's been a little bit of a balance there and we definitely do have to prioritize what we can focus on, but um, with the iteration value in mind, it's just starting small, start with something and then every day build on it. One thing I want to go back to is, well, ESG as a whole. But what I find when I talk to social impact leaders is their companies aren't, I wouldn't say ready, but they just haven't made the transition to like full on ESG. But these social impact leaders are at a point in their career where now they're having to learn about all the different things under the ESG umbrella. From your experience, when it comes to transitioning from a role that's primarily just social impact focused to now ESG and all the things that come with ESG, what advice would you give to a social impact leader in terms of getting up to speed on all things ESG and uh, kind of 
baking that into their, their own skill set. Yeah. And it can definitely be intimidating. There's, there's a lot to learn and this field is evolving every single day. Um, I think the biggest piece I would say is again, talk with your stakeholders because I think this helps narrow down areas where you may need to build knowledge. So for an example, in a previous role, the stakeholder conversations and pressure that I was getting was from the investor side. Whereas in my current role, it's customers. That's where the conversations are taking place. These two stakeholder groups have very different priorities and they have very different perspectives. So by having these conversations, it's helping me really hone in on where I need to focus and where I may need to learn a little bit more to make sure I'm meeting those expectations of that specific stakeholder group. Um, so that definitely helps having those conversations. And then, you know, there are so many great ESG and CSR membership groups out there that address this type of initiative. And a lot of these groups are helping individuals grow their skill sets in ESG. So tap into those. And I think the thing I love most about this field is how collaborative it is. Like I said, this field is constantly changing. We all know that. And I think many of us practitioners lean on one another to help learn from one another, depending on where we're at in our journey. So finding your people is, is key. And lastly, I would say is don't be afraid to ask for help. We cannot be experts in everything. ESG is so broad. There are so many different factors that go into this. It's different based on your industry. So there are consultants there are agencies, there are people out there who specialize in different areas. Don't be afraid to ask for help and lean on those who have expertise in certain areas to help move the needle forward. You're just wanting to echo something that you mentioned about just the, the social impact ESG group as a whole. Yes, uh, it's such a supportive profession. You know, it, it's interesting comparing that to other professions. We're, we're not competing against each other. You know, we all have the same goal of wanting to see the corporate world turn into a force for good. And what I have found throughout the years that I've been doing this is people are willing to have conversations or willing to make, uh, make connections or intros and share their own knowledge. And it's refreshing to see a profession that everyone seems to be trying to uplift each other. It's so amazing. It really is. Like I said, it's one of my favorite things about this is you can have a conversation with somebody that might be at a competitor. Um, they might have nothing to do with your industry, but we're all working towards the greater good. We're all working on advancing our goals in the sustainability field. And I just absolutely love the collaboration. 100%. So you mentioned that you joined GitLab a little over a year ago or so. Uh, in terms of the company's ESG strategy, what is your vision for how this is going to unfold in the next coming years? Yeah, so it's it's really exciting. So, you know, I spoke about this, but in the last year, it's been really about building these foundational elements of a program, um, making sure we have our bases covered and that we're reporting as we should, we're aligning to the new regulations that are coming out and, and making sure we're going to be in compliance as from, from an ESG perspective. But now I really see the next year, the next two years, the next three years as the building stage. So now we get to start advancing these social and environmental goals, the things that we've um, identified and prioritized through all of these initiatives the past year. Now we get to start making progress. 
Um, GitLab, what excites me is that it's unique in that we're fully remote company. We don't have any scope one or two emissions. We are solely scope three. So what we can do with this information, which, which tends to be a little bit more tricky, I think is very exciting. And I'm looking forward to living the GitLab value around transparency and being able to document everything publicly. So everything we learn about how we can really properly track remote team member emissions, for example, and share what we learn so that other companies are able to do the same type of work as well. That's what excites me. So digging into the unique aspects of GitLab and then how we can document and be transparent about what we're learning. Earlier this year, GitLab uh, announced or released its philanthropy policy. Can you touch on that a little bit? I'm very curious to learn more about that. Yeah, so I shared earlier about some of these grassroots initiatives that team members have started over the years and these initiatives that were happening before I came on board. So the philanthropy policy was really the next iteration of this. As the company grows, as there are more expectations about what we should do and what we want to do as a company from a social impact perspective, it was key to document how we think about philanthropy, what we consider philanthropy, and then how people, whether they're team members or they're external folks, can get involved. So the policy helps establish clear goals. It helps educate team members on how we approach social impact at GitLab, and it provides a framework while still allowing team members to contribute and run these grassroots efforts. So our idea was just really provide this framework of we still want team members to be empowered to go off and organize initiatives and volunteer in their community and encourage others to do the same. But we wanted to stick it in with these guidelines to make sure that we're helping everyone make the biggest impact possible. And speaking of employees, when it comes to onboarding new employees to the GitLab team, does the company have anything in place, a process, for example, to essentially onboard these new teammates and, and kind of ingrain the company's ESG kind of approach? Yes. So um, we run our onboarding through GitLab. So you get an issue through GitLab that you go through um, to do all of your onboarding for the first several weeks that you are at the company. And one of the things that you complete is an ESG training Training, quote unquote, probably isn't the best word, but it walks um, all new team members through how we approach ESG, how we think about this, what Slack channels and things that they can join to learn more about the efforts, what are some of the existing initiatives, and just allows them a great introduction to this while that they're able to then also get connected into the right Slack channels to learn more and to get involved in the efforts. And going back to a question that I asked uh a bit ago uh, around social impact leaders making the transition to kind of full on ESG. Are there any challenges or pitfalls that these leaders need to be aware of when making that transition to ESG? Um, I think, you know, I've said it a lot, but this iteration value is just so key because it can be so overwhelming thinking about the transition and all of the new things that need to be done and especially transitioning to ESG where you get into the regulatory side of things or the legal side of things and it can be a sort of chicken and egg dilemma and overwhelming to understand where to start but that getting started piece is so key start somewhere 
and iterate and continue to build and build. And I think many of us can get caught up in having the entire roadmap developed, thinking through exactly what we want this to look like in the end, and that can deter us from getting started. And so it's finding that balance of how you can get started while building that longer term vision. And I think we're also just in this unique time where ESG is being tied to political agendas. This is very misleading. It can also cause some stickiness when incorporating ESG into a company's strategy or getting the necessary buy-in. And so I think this piece makes it increasingly important that every practitioner, especially who's transitioning into more of an ESG approach, look at the goals and strategy around sustainability at the company, really ensure that the work aligns to business goals, continue conversations with stakeholders, and then continue to push forward on the things that have been deemed important. Beyond joining groups that focus on educating around ESG, are there any other resources that you can recommend social impact leaders specifically uh, to you know, educate themselves? The biggest piece for me is networking with other individuals in the field. I think LinkedIn is a great place to find those thought leaders um, because everyone has different perspectives and everyone's at a different place in this journey. But by seeking out individuals who might be in a place similar to you or a little bit farther ahead, that definitely can help uh, make those connections to learn more um, that can help shift your own programs forward. Okay, last question for you. This is a question that I ask every guest that I interview. What is the most meaningful thing about your current role? Whew. There are so many meaningful things that, that uh, <laughs> gets tricky, but I think it's having the opportunity to create real change within a company, to be so lucky to, to wake up every day and be in a role where at the end of every day, I feel like I made an impact. I was able to create change. I was able to have conversations that are going to help benefit others. I think that is 100% the most meaningful. Love it. Stacy, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to walk me through your career journey, but also shedding light on what GitLab is doing on the ESG front. I got a lot out of this conversation. I'm sure the listeners will get a ton of value out of this as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. It was great chatting with you. This episode is brought to you by Social Impact World, the exclusive community for social impact leaders. To learn more, go to www.socialimpactworld.com. I'm Jeremy Brown, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Behind the Impact.